you are Locked On Mizzou, your daily podcast on the Missouri Tigers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hail you true sons and daughters, I'm John Miller, your Mizzou mafioso, and the central scrutinizer of Missouri Tigers football and basketball. And on today's program, I want to make a direct appeal to the young athletes of the St. Louis area who may be Missouri Tigers one day. I want to tell you why you need to come to Mizzou. Forget about the old, the old idea of, well, Mizzou's not the cool place to be. I need to go down to the University of Florida or something like a lot of people famously have in the basketball court. Well, forget about all that nonsense. Missouri is the place to be, and I'm going to explain why. But first, I got to tell you, there is only one place to get all the info you need on the SEC five days a week, and that's Locked On SEC with Chris Gordy of Sports 790. Follow the Locked On SEC podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. And also to lead off the program, I want to talk about betonline.ag releasing their team win totals for college football this week. A lot of interesting numbers, but of course, none more interesting than Missouri at seven wins is the over-under. Yes, seven total, no halves, no anything like that. You can get a push if the Tigers do in fact go seven and five next season, but interestingly, Definitely most of the juice, most of the action evidently is on the over right now because you have to bet minus 125 to go over seven wins for the Tigers and under is a minus 105. So they're definitely encouraging you to bet on the underside of the bet. Now, if betonline.ag had posted that number a week ago, I think I would have said, that seems low to me. Jump on top of the over, because I think Missouri is better than that. I think they're better than a 6-6 and team for sure. So even if they go 7-5, and heck, you'll get your money back, right? So that seems like a decent bet. And I still would lean that way. But quite honestly, now that Missouri has had some transfers here, most notably Jarvis Ware at corner, also some other cornerbacks, including a guy heading on down to play with the Florida Gators who had bounced around so much during his recruiting. And while I certainly did send some alarm bells up on my last episode about the depth at the cornerback position for Missouri, well, now that I've taken an even deeper look at the roster, frankly, I'm more concerned, not less. So really the seven wins sounds about right because Missouri is going to be dreadfully thin in terms of experience at the corner position. Because again, you've got a second, a true sophomore, I guess he's still technically a freshman because of the 2020 weirdness, but I'm going to call him a true sophomore because that's how my mind works. That's Ennis Rakestraw. And then you've got a guy who's been in the program for three years, his third year being this season in Ish Burdeen. You've got a converted wide receiver who's been in the program for one year in Chris Abrams' drain. And then everyone else is going to be a true freshman this fall. So that is, uh, that's a scary proposition, ladies and gentlemen. If Ennis Rakestraw gets hurt, for instance, I mean, you're basically down to nothing at that point in terms of experience. Burdeen is the only guy other than Rakestraw with any kind of experience. So all I can say is Dalen Carnell, Darius Jackson, Zaquan Reeves, 
Davion Sistrunk, well, get ready to play, boys, because at least one of you is probably going to be seeing the field a good bit next year. Obviously, there's a good reason Missouri recruited a bunch of different defensive backs for this class, and certainly we may see one of those guys at least move over to safety at some point, too. And that's the other thing, too. Not only is Missouri thin at corner, well, they had started three safeties last season, and only Martez Manuel returns. Obviously, Tyree Gillespie and Joshua Bledsoe off to the NFL. Both guys were drafted and were highly productive players for Missouri. So you're just looking at a tremendous amount of production in the defensive backfield that you're going to have to to replace for the Tigers. I don't know how realistic it is that we can even be as good as we were last year at that spot, just with that much to replace. Is it impossible that we get better? Well, no, but again, unless our new defensive backs coach, Aaron Fletcher, he apparently has a connection with some former players, including one guy from Tulsa who may have some NFL-like prospects. Does he have a connection that might yield some transfers to Missouri in the next month or so? Well, we'll just have to wait and find out. But short of that, I really am genuinely worried about the Missouri defense right now. Just with that amount of experience, Steve Wilkes, the new defensive coordinator, is definitely going to have his work cut out for him. And coming up, I do want to take an even deeper look into the schedule. What would have went right for Missouri if they hit the under? What would have went wrong for it if that team hits the under, if they go under seven wins, what went wrong? Well, I'll talk about that, but you know what? Speaking of having your hands full, if you're a smoker, well, you've got your hands full when it comes to getting an alternative to that habit. Am I right? Well, my suggestion for you, if this speaks to you, is to give Lucy Nicotine a chance. This is a company founded by Caltech scientists and former smokers looking for a better and cleaner nicotine alternative. Finally, a tobacco alternative that isn't terrible. Am I right? Well, Lucy has lozenges. They have gum, which makes it convenient and discreet. So you know what? It's 2021. Let's get rid of your cigarettes, unplug that vape, throw out your dip, and get some Lucy nicotine gum or lozenges. This is the real deal, folks. A subscription to Lucy comes directly to your door each month. It's so simple, you don't have to leave your house because delivery at Lucy, they've got it down without question. So for my listeners, please go to lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE to get 20% off all their products on your first order, including gum or lozenges. That's lucy.co and use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE at checkout. Also, I have to give this disclaimer warning. This product contains nicotine derived from tobacco. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. And that is lucy.com, and be sure to use the promo code LOCKEDONCOLLEGE. And also, it's time once again to talk about the best-tasting protein bar ever derived by man. And that is Built Bar. And did you know that Built Bar has nine delicious flavors, plus the occasional limited-time flavor? Well, if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, frankly, you're missing out. They've got everything from coconut to raspberry, double chocolate for all you chocolate lovers out there. Well, frankly, there's something for everyone. And if you haven't tried all the flavors, get yourself a mixed box where you will get two of each of the nine flavors. And most of the flavors are... 
pretty, pretty limited in terms of calories, sugar, net carbs, protein, all that good stuff. So order today and get that raspberry or mint brownie, whatever you like. But be sure when you go to BuiltBar.com to use the promo code LOCKED15 and you'll get 15% off your first order. Again, that's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BuiltBar.com. So when it comes to the 2021 Missouri football schedule, when you actually sit down and look at the thing, you realize, you know, there's some definite toss-up games in there when you look at it on paper, but at the same time, Missouri has a real chance to start the season 6-0 and and be 6-0 and on October 16th when Texas A&M comes to Columbia to play some football. Well, despite that, the last six games of the season get a lot, a lot tougher. Again, starting with the Aggies, Missouri will probably be an underdog twice at home the second half of the season against Florida and Texas A&M. Of course, Missouri has to travel to Georgia as well, and frankly, Georgia, and they should be the overwhelming favorites to win the SEC East, in my mind, next year. Not only are they going to have the most talent on paper, but we all saw the end of the season, JT Daniels, once he took over at quarterback for the Bulldogs, they were just a completely different team, and honestly, if they're not one of the five best teams next year, I'd be shocked, so... Missouri going to have its hands full with Georgia next year, without a doubt. But again, let's go back real quickly to just those first six games. Missouri, the first two out of three, you got Central Michigan and Southeast Missouri State. Let's just chalk those up as victories for now. But on September 11th, the second game of the season, the Tigers open up SEC play at Kentucky. Now, we all know what a thorn Kentucky has been in Missouri's side for years now. Tigers finally got off the schneid last year. But, you know, ah, boy, that is a tough game to start with in week two. You want to talk about a toss-up game? Well, that's got to be it. And here's the thing with Kentucky. For as much as Mark Stoops is getting so much love for taking what is a, a doormat of a football program, what is obviously a basketball school first, and taking them into a respectable SEC East caliber team. Well, let's also slow down a little bit, because for the past two seasons, Kentucky has not been able to throw a forward pass, essentially. That seems pretty important to me in football. So I am going to favor Missouri in that, but at the same time, you obviously can't chalk that up as a victory. Then Missouri travels to Boston College. I believe the Eagles were a bowl team last season. So again, traveling on the road, Boston College, probably going to be a pretty pretty solid crowd up there. Early season, good weather. Heck, I might travel for this one. But you got to think post-pandemic, if you've been watching the NBA, I mean, that The crowds at Madison Square Garden and and throughout the league, but particularly at MSG, have been electric. People are ready to mingle and see sports again. So I wonder how much that factors in when we get to September for college football. But of course, the other obvious toss-up game, first half of the season, is Missouri against Tennessee. And obviously the Vols took it to Missouri pretty good last season down in Knoxville, but Missouri played Tennessee at the wrong time, quite honestly. Their season went off the rails in pretty spectacular fashion to the point where they got rid of their third-year coach, Jeremy Pruitt, and hired former Missouri offensive coordinator Josh Heupel from UCF to be their new head coach. So 
frankly, in year one of Heupel, I'm expecting a Missouri victory. So then the next week, you got North Texas, the Mean Green in Columbia. They're an okay program. Division one should be a Missouri victory. So again, you're looking at six and zero as a real possibility here. On the other hand, I wrote down and talked about how much inexperience there is in that defensive backfield. And and if that scares you, well, I I wouldn't blame you. So to me, I think whether or not you're confident in Missouri to go over or under seven, one way or the other, whichever way you're leaning on that, I think it's got to be your faith in Steve Wilkes and the whole coaching staff to find some corners and coach them up and at least get them in position to where they aren't giving up massive chunk plays way, way, way too often. I think that's the task. And, you know, again, at first I wanted to pick the Tigers to have a pretty big follow-up season to their 5-5 five and five SEC-only campaign. But when you really look at this roster on paper, you consider that Missouri had several players drafted to the NFL. This could be a bit of a step back next season. So let's set our, our expectations realistically. And since I just spent, well, almost a couple segments there talking about the over-under at betonline.ag. Let's give them a little bit more love. And you know what? As I look at my betonline.ag account right now, I'm noticing that Michael Porter Jr. and his Denver Nuggets are three-and-a-half-point underdogs in Portland tonight. And that one's intriguing to me, except not on Denver's side. No, I actually like Portland tonight. I think three-and-a-half is frankly too low because I have yet to see any evidence that Denver has an answer for Damian Lillard and C.J. McCollum. Now I got to be honest. What now that I'm thinking about this, what are the what what are the fan, what's the fan situation in Portland right now? I know Oregon might be erring more on the side of caution as opposed to other states, but heck, we saw New York has had massive crowds, so I don't know. Maybe maybe check on that one before you actually bet on that, but. I find Portland minus three and a half a little intriguing tonight, but regardless of what you think, maybe you want to go against me, maybe you want to go with me. Regardless, you got to go to betonline.ag, and when you do, if you're new and you're signing up for your account, be sure be sure to use the promo code Locked On to get a fifty percent welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Now, obviously, I went to the University of Missouri from 2001 to 2005, in fact, and I'm a local guy at that. I went to high school at Southern Boone County, grew up in the Hartsburg, greater Ashland area out in the sticks, but so I have a little bit different perspective than somebody like my buddy Pat Lynch, who also went to Missouri, but he was from Vermont, so obviously he's got a different perspective on Missourians. not being so in the weeds like me. Well, Pat noticed that people from St. Louis, one thing they love to do, Mizzou students who went to St. Louis, well, they love to tell you where they went to high school, right? We've all noticed this phenomenon, right? For whatever reason, St. Louis people just love talking about where they went to high school. So it struck me the other night, just about a week ago, when during the NBA's play-in tournament, the Boston Celtics faced off against the Washington Wizards. And of course, the two best players on those respective teams are Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal, two guys who are from, you guessed it, St. Louis. So why is it 
that all of these people with their apparently massive pride in St. Louis, in this great city of theirs, why is it that I didn't hear a single person in my life or on Twitter who is from St. Louis, from that area, roots for the Cardinals, whatever it might be, not a single person gave a flying rat's patoot about Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal facing off against each other. In fact, I have way more friends, way more people I follow on Twitter who are interested in what John Tay Porter is doing for the Memphis Grizzlies. Well, I guess, guess what, guys? He's not even active. That's what he's doing. And that's not even to bring up Michael Porter Jr., who, while some Missouri fans are a little bit, you know, they have hard feelings about the Porter experience for whatever reason, but even they are more interested in what he's doing than what Jason Tatum and Bradley Beal are doing. So what's my point here? Well, my point is, if you're a St. Louis kid, please note, note this. If you're, if you're a kid who's looking to, maybe you're a Luther Burden, maybe you're a five-star wide receiver from the St. Louis area, just know that all these people at the St. Louis Post-Dispatch who want to talk to you, and all these St. Louis people who are following you, kissing your butt right now, well, outside of your family and outside of your friends, your boys, you know, your people that, that are actually close to you and really matter in your life, if you go to Oklahoma, if you go to Florida, you go anywhere else, well, those people from St. Louis are no longer going to really give that much of a crap about you. That's just the reality of the situation. And maybe that's not important to you. But if having some love, some legacy from a local group of people is important to you, well, then you need to go to Missouri. Because being a former Mizzou player in this state, that actually does carry a tremendous amount of weight. And, you know, I just don't think that there are a lot of Florida fans who are going, hey, remember that year that we had Bradley Beal? Wow, wasn't that amazing? I just don't see a lot of those conversations happening online either. And yet, there are a lot of people, like me, who despite seeing Michael Porter Jr. for two and a half games and Jonte Porter for a season, well, I still care about these guys a lot, and I follow their careers very closely. But despite the fact that I'm from the Columbia area, and the Porters grew up in the Columbia area, well, if they had ultimately decided to go to Washington, like it seemed like they were originally going to, I wouldn't have cared as much, and neither would have hundreds, thousands of Missourians, for sure. I just know that to be the case. So if you're a young athlete and something like that matters to you, you want to have a bigger, as big a fan base as you can possibly get, frankly, stay home. Go to I-70 and go to Missouri because that's going to resonate more than anywhere else you can possibly go. You hear me, St. Louis people? See, that's the reality. The whole St. Louis thing, here's where I went to high school. It's not about St. Louis. It's not about where they went to high school. It's about them. That's what it's about. And the best way for us to shine some of an athlete's bright light back on us, well, it's to put on the black and gold, the shiniest, shiniest uniform you can get in this state. So all that being said, be sure to check out the Locked On Today podcast, where today they're discussing who has been the best player in the NBA playoffs so far. So be sure to check that out and get more of the sports news you need in less time with Locked On Today. And follow the Locked On Today podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. So until next time, I'm John Miller, and this has been Locked on Mizzou.